Hi guys, look, I've got a question for you. And that is how can we create better health solutions, better services, better products through actually better use of business principles? And I wanna share specifically five tips that I believe are of value, not only for health systems and health professionals, but also for startups and, and entrepreneurs and indeed scale-ups. So by the way, this is my first time going live, not only on YouTube, but also here on LinkedIn. This is the first LinkedIn Live. So let me know what you think. You know, for the past 20 years, uh, 20 odd years, I've been really passionate and dedicating my entire work towards uh, improving healthcare and public health. So the end goal is better population health or public health. And I've also been working, as you know, in trying to work with other sectors, education, the environment, transport, built environment, architecture, really, you know, expanding to address those wider social and environmental determinants of health and indeed the lifestyle determinants of health. But ever since, you know, I've been working with entrepreneurs uh, and startups, both informally for the last 10 or so years, but really um, more, uh, more formally as part of the Entrepreneur's Doctor in the last uh, almost 18 months now. I've been learning more and more about business strategies and concepts that I just wish we all in the health sector would pay attention to and actually give them a shot, really. And the reason I'm sharing this today, I literally just got off a, a class, a live class that I teach at the Power Business School. And we had a, a hot seat or what they like to call a sweet seat approach where one of the students jumps on uh, into the Zoom call. We had about 30 students there on, on the live call and posed a question, you know, posed a problem, a challenge that they're having with their business. And it just happened to be a, a health related one. I won't mention names, but you know who you are. And, you know, we took the hot seat approach and tried to solve their problem. And the topic that was chosen was about value proposition. So I wanna elaborate on, on the key bits of that. I won't go over the full hour of a, a live session that we did, but just those five tips. By the way, I'm Beirouz, if you don't know me. I'm Beirouz, I'm a public health physician based here in the UK, traveled and worked all over. You can check out The Entrepreneur's Doctor, the link is there and, and my LinkedIn profile to learn more about me. But you know, as The Entrepreneur's Doctor specifically, my goal really is to help you either the entrepreneur, the entrepreneur, the change maker, really the visionary leader to create a healthier, happier world through your ventures, through everything that you do. And so if this is the first time you and I are connecting, I'd, I'd love to offer you a gift. Many of you know this already, but if you don't, for the last couple of months behind the scenes, I've been busy coordinating something special. And that's what I call the Startup Therapy Summit. It's a virtual summit. It's free to attend, free to watch. And it's really aimed at you, the change maker, the entrepreneur, the intrapreneur, it doesn't matter. If you're interested in improving health and well-being globally, nationally, regionally, or indeed locally in your community, do check this out. We all need to be creative, innovative, and entrepreneurial thinkers. It's not just about uh, creating a business empire to, to make money. It's all about using these tried and tested principles of both the health sector and the business sector combining combining them together for better health outcomes. That's the bottom line. So do check out the link below if you'd like access to the free summit. Uh, I've been recording and preparing all of these talks behind the scenes, but two of the keynotes are already there for you to watch right now. So do check that out. You know, here's the problem, and I'll elaborate now and get into the core of this, this five, um, these five tips that I'd like you to consider. 
you know, if you're a startup, for example, a business, and you're looking to develop a new value proposition, a new product, a new service, you start hopefully looking at the problem first and then look for some solutions. Either you innovate and create something of your own, or you look for innovations out there that might be a value that you can then implement and turn it into a viable business. But often I've found that most entrepreneurs forget to look at the other problems that their target audience are experiencing and their wider needs, you know, to really understand how those problems are, are really facing their target audience in addition to the problem that the entrepreneur wants to solve. And then, you know, we, as, as you probably know, if you know me, know me by now, I prescribe a dose of what I like to call startup therapy. And it takes a bit of both worlds, business and, and, and health, but really one of the core elements here is what we call a health needs assessment. This is a tried and tested tool that's been used by the health service worldwide, health sectors and health systems worldwide to really design and deliver health services that a population needs. However, the challenge is that most startups, most entrepreneurs, and indeed non-public health professionals think that a health needs assessment is just about need and it's forgetting what people actually want or desire. But that's, that's a misconception. You know, need has various kinds of uh, definitions and we look at all of those. So first of all, it's obviously what do the health professionals, what do the uh, experts believe that that community needs? Secondly, it's about what do those people actually feel, the felt need, but may not be talking about it. So you won't know that they, they want it yet. And then it translates into, obviously, they've got a felt need, they've felt some pain, and now they're talking about it and they're asking you for help. So you've got to assess all of those different types of needs. But here's the challenge with the health sector. You know, we, we then talk about patient experience. Sure, it's one of our aims. And sure, we bring in patients. Uh, I'm thinking of Roy Stenin. I was watching his podcast with me recently uh, from the patient school. Roy, if you're watching this, shout out to you. We need patient representative in everything that we do in improving health services. If it's targeted for them, they need to be part of the, the mix. If, if our target audiences are the healthcare workers, we need them in the mix to be co-creating the solution. But really, what does that patient experience really mean? So let me get into this and we'll, we'll wrap up shortly. So these five tips that you really need to, to try and consider at least. So the first one is truly understand and rank all the needs of your target audience, irrespective of what you think your solution might be or what problem you think you might wanna be solving. And of all of those, once you rank them, what's the core problem? And there's a way of really getting to that, but just you know, ask them, if nothing else, what's their core problem? If they could solve X, everything else would be fine. What is that value of X? The second one is really, you know, one of my keynote speakers, so that's already available, is Christophe Jouquet. He's based in Belgium, and he's written a great book. I've got it here now, but it won't show up if I show it on the screen, but it's called Healthusiasm. So check out his keynote uh, in the summit. It's The link is below. Fantastic talk. I mean, I've always known this, but he put a different perspective. He, showed, he really showed something that was critical for me, and it really made me shift gears, if you like. And you know, as a startup, as a health service, we're creating products, services to, to solve problems. But if you really want to add value for your target audience, go one notch up and create an experience. So we're talking about patient experience, but I'm not just talking about they're happy with the service, 
you really need to excel and go above their expectations. They need to, to love everything about the service you're providing, address their needs, address their pains, create the benefits that they're looking for and the health outcomes that they're looking for, but really go over and above their expectations and give them something of, of tremendous value. And, you know, understand that experience, but there's a notch that goes even further that Christoph mentions in his book, Healthusiasm, which is a true transformation. Sure, it's great to, you know, solve a pain point, but what is the end goal? What does good look like? What does thriving look like for your target audience? And how can you get them from where they are now, point A to point B, which is that transformation to an optimal health outcome? So if you can really understand what that transformation looks like for their core problem and know what good looks like for them and validate it with them, then you'll start thinking about, ah, oh, so these are the solutions. And actually the solution might have nothing to do with the artificial intelligence, the, the technology that you have in mind, or indeed anything else that you thought you were going to put into your solution. It might be something else. Start with the user experience. Now, I want to, I won't mention names, but one of my friends and, and colleagues was talking about, actually, no, sometimes it is technology driven. Sometimes there is a new innovation that has been developed elsewhere, maybe in another sector and could be adapted to solve problems you didn't think could be solved with this. So actually sometimes there is a place for that and I completely acknowledge that. But start with the user experience and then come up with a solution that addresses that. Okay, that's the second point. And the third point is ask your target audience. You could do some desktop research, but ask them, what are the solutions that they're currently using to solve their problem and to achieve that transformation? Ask them, are they helping? But fourth is do what I like to call, and this is the business concept really called a value curve analysis. I'll do a, a more deep dive on this at some point soon, hopefully as part of the Startup Therapy Summit, if, if not somewhere else, maybe on another topic. But really, just I'll cover the gist of it right now for today. You know, the first thing you need to do is ask your target audience, like for those solutions that they go to to solve their transformation, to, to get that transformation and solve their problems. What are the core features that they're looking for? Is it, you know, something that definitely gets them the results that they're looking for? Is it something that's low cost, that's easy to access? What are the features that they really care about? And, and rank those features, you know, what's truly important, something that you can't negotiate and get rid of? What are those features that you could sacrifice and not do as well in perhaps? And then ask them to assess their current solutions that are, they're using or they've tried against all of these features that they care about. Perhaps there was a feature that they hadn't thought about that you could bring in and, and adapt from somewhere else that you've seen. So by doing this value curve analysis, what you're doing is like drawing a graph. On the x-axis, you've got the, the various features that they care about. This is the, the user experience. And on the y-axis is how well the, the market is performing. And draw that value curve and you'll get you know, peaks and troughs where the market is doing well in each of these features that your target audience cares about. And that's where you'll see the troughs. That's where you'll see the opportunity to position yourself, to innovate and really add value. You know, we could start talking about blue ocean thinking, but that's for another time. So once you've done that, that's step five. Assess their needs, rank their needs, understand their core problems, their transformation, look at the value curve analysis, validate all of this with your target audience, speak to many of them, a representative sample of them, and then really do a, a 
you know, triangulate is what we like to call, but bring all of that evidence together and just assess and then position yourself. You know, I'll pause there and I'd love to hear from you. If you've tried any of this, let me know what you think. What have they helped? Um, do you think that these steps need to be improved in any way? And if you haven't tried this, what are you going to do to implement some of them? I'd love to hear from you. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you next time. Take care.